Hi, welcome back to Make Do. I'm Julia Scott. And I'm Tiff Arman. Uh, last time we talked about our 100th episode, which is coming up, which is blowing my mind. And we realized that, because uh, we, we joked about like looking back over that time, but we realized that you know we've had a ton of new experiences in these four years, good and bad, but we realized that a lot of you guys listening have done stuff along the way too. Um, and we would love it if you wanted to share some of the things that you've made or learned in the past four years doesn't have to do you know doesn't have to be directly because of us even with our big egos uh, but we know that some of you have done things because you heard us uh, do and or fail <laughs> at a number of different things so you can always email us but we would love it if you emailed us at makedupod at gmail.com uh, if you want to do it as a voice memo that might be fun just you know tell us new things or old things or anything really um, that you've done in the past four years. And we'll share some of your stories. If you want, you can just tell us too, uh, along with our own stories to celebrate episode 100. It's just, it blows my mind. Yeah, I want to hear, I want to hear the art journey that people have been on, whether it was something that you started before you were listening to us or um, something that you started afterwards, or something that you even hope to start now that you haven't even started yet. Like even goals are totally welcome. I just want to hear from our listeners and kind of make a cool little collaborative episode for our 100, just celebrating people who took some art chances, whether it was taking a class <laughs> and or, did. yeah, I want to hear about your making and your doing. And I think that that's so important. And I think that we have really, like we've said before, like, I can't even believe where we started and where we are now. And I think 100 is kind of the perfect time to celebrate that for both uh, Julie and I and for our listeners, because I know some of you have done some amazing things because we've gotten some awesome emails throughout the years. Absolutely. And and uh, Twitters and Instagrams and stuff. Uh, it's funny because when you um, when you said, you know, have taken classes and I was like, what classes do I want to take? And then I started wondering, do you have stuff that you're dreaming about doing right now? Ooh, that's not stuff you're already doing. I mean, OK. Oh, actually, yes. Um, More kind of glass related. And again, I think I brought this up before, but you you joked you're like, you're going to start blowing glass soon because it's like the <laughs> next step. Um, But I found out that there is like kind of glass blowing that you could do, but it's tiny. It's kind of like the version of your tiny wheel. But for glass uh, okay. blowing, and it's like you use a little straw and a torch, and you can like blow like tiny glass figurines. And I kind of want to learn how to do it. It looks um, very just specialized. Please, please take a <laughs> class the first time you do this. I mean, I could just watch a YouTube video, right? Get some torches and some sticks. I'll probably bur burn my eyebrows off at least once, but. I mean, where else, where can I take a class? Where is there like tiny glass blowing classes? Probably all the way in Corning, New York. That would have one, I'm sure. I I have no idea. Uh, yeah, do you know I've... Do you know what Corning is? The yeah, Corning, like Corning Museum of they Glass. Do the, like, yeah, yeah. So that's in New York. So maybe. Ooh, that's fun. You know, I've uh, I, a while back I was looking at like oh like you know summer try blowing glass but like big glass, and then my brain caught up with itself and was like. They are probably not doing those during a pandemic that has to do with breathing and putting your <laughs> mouth on things. Well, like, okay, and so glowing, big glowing bl glass doesn't appeal to me because it looks all like hot and sweaty. And I'm already like kind of a sweat person. So 
I don't need to be like warmer in my life when I'm doing things. But I don't know, a little tabletop like torch, like on a clamp. And I, I think I could do that. That sounds really fun and cute. It has a special name. It's like the way they make glass beads and stuff. Mm-hmm. It, it has its own little name and I can't think of it. But I don't know. That might be next. Tiny glass blowing. Yeah, you just type in tiny glass blowing and I'm sure it has like a actual term, but I'll know all about it in a year. (laughs) Good, 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 good. Yeah. And we'll, we'll, we'll come back to like more plain, like specific planny things. It's just like, it occurred to me that I keep talking about when I'm bored, like you can either, you know, look at house listings when you're bored or you could look at class listings, apparently, if you're me, just like, (laughs) I want to tie rattan seats for chairs. How's your photography going? It's going well. It's actually, it's really fun. Um, but it's it's been a little hard because uh, I, well, I got sick before Christmas uh, and I'd been getting better, but then I got some weird like flu bronchitis thing last week, uh, after which I've had, you know, that fun thing where you're like, everything is exhausting. Mm-hmm. So I've taken very, very slow photography walks and I'm glad that it's been sunny so that the benches are sitable. Because I mm. felt like there was some some sort of line I didn't want to cross of bringing something to sit on on benches <laughs> in my photography walks. I didn't want to admit to that level of weakness, I guess. Um, uh, but it's it's been fun and it's been fun playing. But now the homework for the next two weeks is taking um, a portrait series of someone you don't know that well. And part of me is just like, I I did actually, I asked on Facebook, like, hey, you know, people who are acquaintances and live in Stockholm, does anybody want to hang out with me for a couple of hours and get photographed? You can, you know, keep, I'll give you the pictures if you want to have profile pictures or or press pictures or anything. But I'm just like, oh, I don't like strangers. Oh, it's scary. I don't want to. So I'm just like, "Can can I just cheat? Nobody in this class knows who I know. Can I just call my mom? Um... (laughs) And I know that's not <laughs> that's not what it's supposed to be. It 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 is. It's a lot of fun, and like I said, it's it's fun to rediscover something. And of course, it's inspiring me to take more classes of artsy things. The other day on Instagram, somebody posted about that woodworking for women class that I took, like two and a half years ago, mm-hmm. uh, and it reminded me of how much fun that was. So maybe I'll find a woodworking class or something. How are how are you doing? That sounds weird. How's your How's your glass glass making coming? Because you talked last time that you'd just gotten started a little bit again, and you were waiting for for pots, because you had lost all inspiration, possibly because I gave you ugly colors. Uh, where, where are you at right now? <laughs> uh, right now, I'm fulfilling pre orders. Like I am all caught up in doing that. I was working all day yesterday in the glass studio and I actually had kind of a terrible day because a bunch of the pieces that I had worked on, I brought them upstairs to like sit and foil and watch, you know, Hulu, uh, not a sponsor. Uh, (laughs) But like, I do like some work down in the basement where it's like messy and glassy. And then I bring other stuff up that's kind of more uh, cozy craft style, because there's Mm -hmm. different parts of this process. And so I'm foiling them and I'm noticing I'm like, oh, no, they're all scratched. Like all the pieces have like no. micro etching in them. And this happens to me every time I make this particular piece because the glass itself, the type that I like to use because it's actually the prettiest, is kind of soft. Or I should say it's a 
it's a very high polished surface so like it shows scratches really easily and if there's any little thing on your grinder it will scratch it and so it ends up being like it looks like a simple piece and I kind of like charge accordingly because of this but you have to be so careful when doing it to not scratch it so that was kind of a disappointment and then I decided to go the long road the long road to making this piece again and instead of just trying to avoid scratches I I did an extra step which means um, I needed to take some pattern paper and it's like this really it's like a sticky cardboard um, that you can make pattern pieces out of and stick directly onto the glass and then cut okay. around that as opposed to like just taking a pattern piece and tracing it with marker so one is like a sticky pattern and one you just you trace the pieces before cutting them and the advantage of the sticky cardboard is now I can use the sticky cardboard side on the grinder and it's not moving along the grinding surface like the the, oh, the, okay. the, the plate I I right so yeah so it doesn't <laughs> yeah it doesn't like uh etch anything but then it's an extra step to cut out all those pattern pieces so you have to like trace the pattern onto this weird sticky cardboard then cut that out and then cut out the glass so there's an extra step right so I decided to do this extra step and they all came out beautiful so now I have to like do this extra step but in the long run it's worth it to not like have a bunch not of lose half your things because yeah i mean i'm still gonna sell them as seconds because they're like micro scratches and if you're hanging something in a window you most people aren't gonna notice it at all but i also don't want to sell them at full price because like i notice the flaws yeah. and some of them are worse than others so those are the really bad ones i get rid of but and it sucks um, when half yeah. of your production is seconds uh, exactly <laughs> it doesn't though, even though it good. also sucks to have to take extra steps but Right. So this is like for pre-order. So I made sure that like the pre-order one was perfect. And I'm, you know, still in the middle of that. But that was kind of like been my day is that like I have a lot of I don't know if you feel this. We've talked about like orders and like I feel like I'm in such a different art place now that I'm thinking about art in terms of production and pre-orders and, you know, making sure things are right. But when I'm sending something out, I cannot in good conscience send anything out with a flaw like I'm pretty sure that most people feel that way, but I also get into the headspace of, do I care too much? I, I think people have different tolerances, kind of like in I don't know, factories where like there's an acceptable tolerance uh, and, you know, people will be different levels of picky, both as the maker and the, the buyer. But I think I'm probably closer to where you're at right now because it's it's kind of like as you get better you both see the problems and you start making more complicated things. So issues will come up and mm -hmm. you know that you can do something in the process to fix it. And because we all have things that, would, you know, we look back on and we're like, how how could I give this to someone? How did I ever think? But at the time that was, you know, close to your best. Yeah, because, you know, I've complained that some some things some items that i make in pottery have like a higher loss rate because they're more sensitive or the construction is uh i want to say sensitive again but like the construction is more either delicate or has more chances to warp or something um and sometimes you just have to accept that either you're going to have a higher loss rate or you're going to have to like you're doing now have to add in extra steps uh, which can be annoying, but it does mean that you get either fewer seconds or fewer things that you discard entirely, depending on what it is. And it's it's funny that 
you you brought this up because uh, I've actually been looking at building. I'm not going to say the M word, damp box. It was like, uh, you, <laughs> a moist box. <laughs> it sounds horrible. I have no like, problem with the word moist. I have no problem <laughs> with that word. I'll um, say it all day. Moist, moist, moist. <laughs> I am a liberated woman. <laughs> uh, but like you can uh, put, people make them in tons of different ways. Like you can even just like use a, a plastic box, but um, we're going to put plastic sheeting around a couple of shelves in the studio so that things can dry much slower and more controlled uh, to see if that helps with some of the tentacles sometimes uh, not cooperating, mm-hmm. which is again, like it's a step that it's annoying and you have to keep track of things more and it'll take longer, but it might help with sometimes when I'm just having like having a bad day or having a bad week in the summer when it's too dry and that kind of thing. So it's funny that both of us are having to, or not having to, but looking at like adding adding steps, adding time, and sort of muttering about it, but realizing that it's probably probably a good thing. And I'm I'm I mean I'm missing the studio because like with being a little bit sick before and then getting really sick, I'm just I'm not you know I'm not doing stuff because clay is heavy, mm-hmm. uh, and I re- it, it like every time that I'm away from clay for whatever reason. It's it's annoying but nice to be reminded of how much I like it and how much how much it means to me. Um, don't you have a couple of markets coming up too? Like uh, now that springtime yes. is coming. <laughs> yes, yes, I do. Uh, Not to it, put any pressure on you or anything. Exactly. Like yeah, it's a little stressful, so I'm gonna have to um, hopefully get better like tomorrow. Um, but try and get some time in the studio every day because I both have a regular market in in about a month in in. Um, early April and then I'm going with my mom I'm leaving the country for the first time in two years I'm Whoa. going down driving down to Denmark with my mom because she has a, a miniature and and dollhouse fair uh, and I'm coming with her mostly to help her but also to sell tiny tiny pottery which that's adorable uh, that's awesome. miniature people like but that means that I have to make tiny tiny pottery because well I that's good because you don't have stuff. to you don't have to lift a lot for tiny pottery that, that is very true. Very true. Uh, how how we're all over the place today, but uh, that's, that's okay. That's, that's so we need an episode is. like this sometimes. How's your home painting studio going? Because you said that it was all messy, but then I saw on Instagram that you were starting to get it in order. How's how's it going? How's it feeling? So, uh, I guess I sh- I deserve. Oh, I shouldn't say I deserve. I think um, I should explain kind of a little uh, backstory and. Even though, um, you know, hashtag privileged, hashtag blessed, like whatever the heck you want to hashtag to it. But so I have a um, I had the studio that I was renting right outside of my house and mm-hmm. we um, we moved for the pandemic and we ended up loving the school district that we moved into. And so my son is still going to that school in the place that we moved to temporarily. Um, and so we were, I was floating that other studio thinking like, oh, we might be back in a year. And then now it's two years and there's two more years left in the school district. Uh, and so it was kind of up to the time of, um, do we decide to, I don't know if I explained this last time or not. I just kind of like, I keep like piecemealing explaining it. So I figured I would like <laughs> explain, explain. Um, so now like, right in the middle of this it's like well do i continue floating this art studio for two years or do i give it up now and Mm -hmm. um 
I decided to give it up. And that's what we talked about a little bit last time. And so like moving everything now and getting it all set up over there was kind of a huge relief because learning like in the place that we've moved to temporarily, um, I've kind of learned that like I'm so productive when working out of home and like mm-hmm. just being able and we talked about this again before uh i'm just kind of like bring i'm just trying to like bring it all together because i feel like i have to talk do about it. things yeah <laughs> uh so like being at home it was actually really nice and the uh the the room that we picked to put all of the residual art studio back together kind of in our house it was actually originally built supposed to be an art studio it has like this beautiful north light because our house was like the house of the person that made the whale in the museum of natural history so like this was built as an artist studio in the 50s this room that we were using as our child's playroom did you know that they put a vaccine um a band-aid on the arm of the whale in the museum that's amazing that's i saw a picture that made me very happy anyway continue (laughs) (laughs) so like uh so for years we've been like forcing this room to be something it wasn't we were trying to make it be like a playroom or like a second family room a den a video game room like we've been trying like all this time trying to shove like a couch into it right um and it just doesn't work because it's this weird th- like you've been to my house right mm-hmm. yeah yes. it's like this weird like through like through room that has all these paths through it and nothing ever fit right in there and finally after this past week of moving my out of house art studio back into house, uh, it looks amazing. Like having a big like art table and a high chair and like a, a little tiny like place to sit and some plants everywhere. Like it looks right for the first time in like 12 years since we owned this house. Like it it looks right. It's so good. I I, I was walking so in there. Cool. And like, even though we still have like, a bunch of kid toys and like games on the shelf. And I have all of Adam's art supplies and like, you know, Play-Doh stuff. Like that's all the stuff that should be in that room. Honestly, like we're, we're still sharing it. <laughs> um, we're going to be moving like the video games out. And you know, there, there's still some transition going. But the light in there is so bright and beautiful and for the first time it do- it, it looks like a room that it's supposed like exactly what it's supposed to be and i don't know why we've been fighting it for so long i mean i do know why we had a small child but like it finally it finally has come around to it and i mean also you were maybe a little bit fighting the idea of daring to like be an artist and take that space for yourself a little bit oh yeah de- definitely i mean well taking space for yourself in the home especially when you are the primary house decorator of the family (laughs) um it always feels like all of the spaces are a little bit yours and then you like dole out spaces to everybody else right like that's like when you're the, the chief like family um you know decor architect right interior uh, officer yeah the, it, it really <laughs> does feel like that because like i'm kind of in charge of that part of our house and i never want anyone to feel like they're living in my home and i could so quickly take over everything like if i'm not careful like i would just be like oh this is tiff space and that's tiff space and that's tiff space and sometimes that happens because i'm an expansive creative person and i think you <laughs> understand that too like 
if you Not had infinite space, <laughs> it would just be all Julia's like, this is the sewing area. This is the yard area. This is the clay area. Like, you get it, right? <laughs> like, I it get can it. Happen I mean, so I, don't, I don't even have a, a small person with all the things that come with small people uh, to, to share with. I just have the one person and cats that primarily want to sleep on my clothes. So, <laughs> <laughs> But it is. It's like, it's so easy to... And, and so, like, I try to not take spaces, you know, because mm-hmm. it's like I'm already picking the day, like, things that I like for the family in general because no one else cares. But, like, I I just don't want to dominate spaces and just be like, oh, sorry, kid, you can't play here. Mommy's arting, right? Like, I, I just I didn't want to do that. And it's do it. even do it. But, like, now I am. Do do- oh, I'm, t- I'm totally <laughs> doing it now. <laughs> but also I can share the space with my child because my child is slowly becoming, you know, a double digit tot child. So like he is so much more capable and he is so much more careful and like we can do stuff together now. And it's not like he's going to scribble all over my paintings. It, it's not like that. And you can like plop that. him in a chair with a switch and trust that he'll still be there two hours later. Yeah, exactly. Actually, I would plop in the chair with this, like my switch next to him. But okay, I mean, that's a different story. <laughs> but yeah, like in general, like and now he has uh, we moved him into a bigger room, like a bigger bedroom. So now he has like all of his stuff like in the bigger bedroom. And I think he's really happy with that because now he feels like he also has more of his own space. He had his own room before, but it was a tiny room, like a nursery size room. And now he has like an adult size room. So it's um it was good changes for everyone in the family and I think overall it's a it's a good place for us to be there and we learned a lot about what we needed in the two years that we were away. Yeah, it's like you travel and you realize like I really only need one pencil and one sketch pad or whatever. But it's Oh, I have a whole drawer full of pencils. That was another thing like organizing everything into because we talked about that, right? Like the idea of I had art studio stuff at home for when I wanted to do like art stuff at home and then studio stuff at the studio and now I got to like go through the house and collect all the pencils right what you're making me do now is I'm gonna go on on the house listing website and be like clickety clickety click something with a big barn yeah for (laughs) real like it's amazing how much stuff just spreads out everywhere and then when you wrangle it all back in you're like i have a giant drawer full of pencils (laughs) and that was one of the things too i was like whatever doesn't fit in this basket whatever doesn't fit in this drawer it's going i got rid of gosh two boxes of like fabric that i just i don't i'm not even sewing anymore and i got rid of two boxes i got three (laughs) boxes of fabric down to one box of fabric i'm so proud of myself it was just a whole like life craft organizing week. It was amazing. I suggest anyone do this if they are in the mood. Spring is coming. Open up the windows. Get all your pencils in one drawer. Yeah, I actually uh, like pulled out a bunch of like most of my fabric and just like sort of tossed it around uh, even after the whole uh, color project thing. And it was just it was just so much fun. And you remember not just the, the stuff that you get rid of and not just like, oh, I can see everything. But you remember like, oh, I had a plan for this or this is fun. And you get to realize like which of your priorities have changed. So uh, good for us. I yeah. really need to clean my studio, though. It's a mess. Yeah. Cleanouts feel amazing they really really do and then i came back to the other place because our kid is still going to school out here so we are back now 
at the other place and my glass studio is starting to fill up with stuff over here. Crafts are big. Mm-hmm. Crafts are very big. Yeah. Yeah. And then you're like, you get everything in order and you like finish up and you send everything out and then you have to buy more supplies and suddenly everything is full again. Yep. That is exactly what's happening. I run out of a certain color of glass and then I order it and you have to or- like for ordering things like you fill up a cart because they're like, oh, two more pieces of glass fit in this box. You might as well. So then it's like, you know, the <laughs> same shipping and you're like, okie dokie. And then like, and you have a lot of stuff all of a sudden. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just an endless cycle. It really is. But it's kind of fun now to make stuff and then see it go. And then know that when I'm buying stuff, I'm going to be making more stuff with that. I don't think I've ever really experienced that with a craft before or anything mm-hmm. that I made because I've always kept it for myself or I've moved on to another project and now have like the collection of that craft that I had previously been interested in i've never bought and produced right like you you have that right you're probably like oh, buying absolutely. like pounds and pounds of clay and then it disappears and then you have to buy it again it's a whole new world yeah no, i mean i buy usually 100 pounds or 100 kilos of clay at a time which i think is like 220 pounds or something uh but i also you know have tons of other art supplies that i buy and then they wait they um, mature <laughs> they vintage uh which, you know, it is what it is. Well, while you think about that, I'll tell you one of my favorite things while cleaning out craft supplies is getting a notebook page and testing every marker. Oh, oh my gosh, it's so, so good. Satisfying. My son got so into it with me. We were like both like plowing through, uh, you know, mugs full of markers. And it was so much fun. I love throwing away dried out markers. And I love testing like really good mm-hmm. ones. Oh, it's, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I actually got invited to a Facebook group uh a Swedish group that's called, I forget exactly what it's called, but it, but it's basically like a, a hyperfixation swap group. Uh, so like if you try out a craft, buy a ton of stuff, and then you never use it, you can like offer it up to other people who are like us. Uh, or you can be like, hey, I want to try out whatever, um, but I'm not sure I want to buy all the stuff. Uh, does anyone have this specific thing, like these four things that they're getting rid of or or whatever? Uh, and it's just fun because it it it's just, you know, this awareness of what what we as as a as a weird collective are all about. <laughs> oh, I've also like come across like a couple of places that accept uh, like donations, like people starting up used um, craft supply stores. And I think we've talked about this before. We've talked about a lot before. It's been like almost 100 <laughs> it's, episodes. It's been four years. Uh, but um, yeah, that I've seen also like kind secondhand of got... craft supply stores, which is so cool. And I'm like, is this what I should do with my life? And <gasps> oh my God, I that's, start a... that's what I thought too. I was like, ooh. <laughs> Is that like a future thing like to do? Future project is open up a secondhand craft supply store. All right. Make well, do. <gasps> I will make do cra- secondhand craft supply stores all over the world. <laughs> I was you and say, me, we're franchising, baby. I'll move to New York for two years and see what we can do. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We're going to take over. That's it. This is it. This is we thought of it. Not episode 98. It. Here it is. <laughs> our future (laughs) all right well um i'll i'll see you in about nine hours of flying time (laughs) i'm right we'll have a business meeting we'll already start writing things off
Uh, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, I, I'll fly. I'll, I'll fly first class because it's a write-off. Perfect. I love it. I mean, you deserve it. Uh, so um, you can go and find our show notes, um, possibly our new business over at. <laughs> You can go over at relay.fm slash make do and we are make do pod on Twitter and Instagram. Our email is make do pod at gmail.com. Please be sure to send in those messages and those stories that you have of your creative journeys, things that you plan to do so we can get together a really cool like 100 episode celebration send in everything even if it's just like a one sentence thing we would love to hear from you um this is more this is like a celebration of all of us uh me you our listeners all of us uh so you can go and find us individually also at tiff arment and at julia scott s-k-o-t-t and we will be back in a fortnight and until then go make and do and send us clips that's the thing you should be doing Sending clips. <laughs> yeah. And, and we'll, stories. We'll, we'll make a Kickstarter for our bizarre store. <laughs> oh, that'd be awesome.